All right, everybody, welcome back. Hey, kids, uh, it's the Pints and Provisions podcast. We've got Ryan. Say hi, Ryan. Hello, Evan. <laughs> and then we've got Mark as well. Hey, man, how's it going? We're missing uh, Dan, of course, but uh, just as it always is, we can get together pretty easily. And Why do you uh, say, of course? Well, I... Uh, <laughs> Poor Dan. Dan's <laughs> never here when we're here. I know, I know. It's just as we could we could get together so easily, and you know, Dan just he just doesn't want to be with he us. He was talking about he he only showed up when there was a terrible snowstorm. Oh yeah, that was bad. That poor guy took him like four hours to get home. So <laughs> thanks thanks for coming down, Dan. We love you. Um, <laughs> we're gonna kind of do a little interesting uh, taste testing and um some we we ryan was gracious enough to share a absolutely fantastic very very special bottle with us uh, to celebrate his uh finishing of the half marathon down in nashville so ryan go ahead and tell us what we're sipping on we're sipping on uh 2010 bourbon county rare um so this was uh basically a a, yeah it's considered the og rare the og um kind of a once uh once in a, a only time uh, release beer. They did do rare again, but it was a little bit different um, a couple years ago. But uh, yeah, so they did this one time. Um, nice uh, green box it comes in, um, and uh, it's got a pretty good description on uh, some of the background on it. But the uh, the barrels are from uh, Bardstown, Kentucky, way back in 1985 was when they were filled, um, and so they were emptied um, in 2008. I believe, or actually, I think they were emptied maybe 23 years later because I think this is a 23-year Pappy. Pappy Van Winkle. We believe um, was the barrel that they used for these uh, for these beers. So, Senior Pappy. Um, the barrels were filled in '85, which would have made it uh, 2004 when they were dumped. Um, actually, that's horrible math. 2008 yeah, yeah. when they were dumped. <laughs> um, and math is hard. No, <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and then I, th- I, I, I assume pretty immediately following, they were filled with, uh, with this Bourbon County Stout, because I think they were aged. For, yeah, they were. To say on the description, they were aged for two years um, in the barrels before being bottled in the fall of 2010. Yeah. Nice. So it's about a seven and a half year old beer now. Um, we've had a couple sips on it, but our gla- glasses are pretty full, and I think we all wow. agree that it's, it's not oxidized. We haven't nope, talked a whole lot about about the beer besides that, but. Uh, yeah, this is a special one, and I was kind of waiting for a special occasion, but I did not want to uh, wait till it was an eight-year-old beer. So, uh, thanks for sharing. Did a half yeah, marathon thanks. yesterday, and I said, "Hey, let's uh, let's drink this today and record and and do a couple other beers." So, did you uh, PR? I did not PR. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, we st- we we still uh, appreciate your efforts. Yeah. And- there's um, actually no celebration because it was a pretty bad run, but um, that's, that's a all right. really hilly course. It was though, a really hilly yeah. hilly course, and. Uh, the the term hitting a wall is is for real so uh that happened and you made uh, it my pace went up uh, drastically the last couple of miles but that's you, okay you made it though so nashville's a fun city it was a really cool place to visit um and have a race and have an event there and um had some family go down with and they were cheering a, you on cheering me on had a had a good day uh there was like 30 bands on the course oh i so, bet so it was a rock and roll it event. Was a, it was a rock and one of those so rock they and roll had ones. like the rock and roll um uh company that that hosts the event they had a band at every mile marker, so there's 13 right there. But then there wow. were just random ones all throughout it. So there was probably one every half a mile. So it was probably up near 30. So it was a pretty fun, pretty fun time. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know what you guys think about this. I know um, it sounds like it's been pretty positively received so far. Oh gosh. But, um, yeah, I mean it, it goes down pretty smooth. It definitely 
doesn't have a whole lot of heat um, thanks to you know seven and a half years of what we believe is proper cellaring. So uh, so I mean I think that all combines with what is still really drinking pretty this nicely. Is, this is almost perfect. Yeah. You know, in 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 the realm of bourbon barrel aged stouts, on my palate, this thing is as close to perfect as you can get. Yeah, and, and we went to Bearded Irish yesterday, and there was a guy there that had yes. a uh, had a T-shirt, um, and it was just – he might have handmade it. I actually want to look and see if I can buy one, but it said uh, craft beer in 2018 uh, in a box and underlined, and then below it it said um, uh, three adjuncts into a stout that must be barrel-aged. Uh, it said um, – <laughs> fruited sours that must be barrel aged and that said hazy ipas and nothing else yeah <laughs> and that was just finally just very very generically printed onto a t-shirt and it was pretty funny reading that but but going back to this i mean so no adjuncts no nope, just nope. a nice very very well barrel aged beer and you get a plenty of that barrel booze coming through still and not going down hot or anything no nope. um, i don't get, know what the abv is i think it's 13.8 you know, on the box, the, I said it, it on the box just right there. A, a non-adjunct stout, thirteen percent, thirteen percent. I pick up like, you guys get like a kind of a, a little bit of a fruit undertone to that, like kind of almost like a cherry or a plum. Like I would smell, say, there's smell, a little bit of dark fruits, definitely yeah. on like the finish. Um, there's see, definitely an aftertaste see, of like I get, some plum. I get plum. a fruity smell, but then like when it finishes, I get more of and I of think a that's sweeter, probably just caramel that. toffee. Yeah, so. There's a lot. I mean, it's yeah for it's very, for no adjuncts. It's definitely pretty complex. I feel like it's at the perfect temperature right now too. Yeah. And if Dan was here, I would I would note that it really has some barrel. Yeah. And oak. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of not not a lot of heat. Not <laughs> no, a lot of heat. Yeah. Not a lot of heat. No, I think that I pick up a little bit of that vanilla that you probably get from the American oak, mm-hmm. um, that the bourbon barrel would would uh, you know kind of impart on that, and so there's a nice little smooth. Kind of vanilla y, marshmallow y, just kind of it, it it just it just coats the tongue, coats the roof of your mouth, and it doesn't linger on too much. It's a very mel I wouldn't say mellowed, but um it's kind of balanced out way better than you would think it should be. What do we call this? Uh we were talking it's kind of like the mature big brother to uh the two thousand fifteen rare. Yeah. As you would expect. As you yeah. exactly as as you would expect. That one I think is closer to fifteen percent on the twenty fifteen. So this is a little bit more crikey. Yeah, a little bit lighter on the ABV side of things. Yeah, but, it's only a thirteen I mean, this percenter. Is, yeah, <laughs> but this I mean this is you know it is really thick. It kind of reminds um, you of a Toppling Goliath. It really kind of. does. It, yeah, I was I was actually thinking that as well. Um, because you look at the top of it, and it's almost like it's got like this oil slick? oily yeah like An coating almost to the to the top of it because there's you know oh yeah. No adjuncts floating are in it, but uh, it's just yeah that that this boozy chocolate is. and and everything else that's uh, that just made up the base itself has got a lot got plenty going on before it was even barrel aged. So. This has stood the test of time. Yeah, one of uh, Evan, one of your descriptive terms that I love is the viscosity of it, mm-hmm. and this is it's great. Yeah, it's a very dense, very uh, like motor oil kind of thickness. You pour it into a glass and. You know, it just kind of sticks to itself and adheres to itself. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if my nose is playing tricks on me, but it's like I do get the more. Of, when I smell it, I get more of the fruits, but then the I don't fruits. taste. I don't taste the fruits. I taste more of what you're talking about the 
caramel vanilla mm-hmm. sweetness. Yeah, like thick. I think of thick things like mm-hmm. caramel pouring out that, that kind of thickness and that kind of taste and almost yeah. a little bit of a charred flavor of it too. Fantastic. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. Fantastic Definitely. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Too bad Dan couldn't be here to have it. I know. I feel bad. Um, should but we uh, even little, though this... Should we pour him a little two-ounce <laughs> vial? Yeah, let's get a vial and pour him. Uh, no, we don't, we don't have any? No, we don't have any. Oh, sorry. No, none. I sorry. guess we're drinking it. He's going to kill us. <laughs> <laughs> so even though this might uh, this might might be the winner, so uh, before you know 6.30 p.m. today, what's, uh, what's the best beer you guys have had over the past week or so? Um, no, Evan, you've been uh, traveling the world a little bit, so you probably had some pretty good stuff. Uh, Mark's just been making some awesome smoked meat uh, nonstop, so doesn't maybe <laughs> hit the beer traveling, oh, gosh, yeah. but uh, he brought over some brisket for us earlier, so we, uh, we've we got some filled stomachs and I'll, I'll all good to what, go. I'll tell you what, though, on, on the beer side, um, last last week, uh, Bearded Owl local here in Peoria, yep. they, they had their uh, kind of a a soft opening for some of their new food that they're bringing out. Yep. And so my wife and myself, we went down there and I had, um, it was a passion fruit sour. I, the name was, uh, it's not me. It's you, um, <laughs> weighed I in like at that. 4.2 and was a great kettle sour. Um, and the notes that I had on it, uh, they, they conditioned it with 175 pounds of passion fruit. Wow. So wow. it was, it was done. It was well done so props to them it, so that's my that's my beer choice awesome that's great yeah they're they're doing a good job so far yeah and they're it's been nice, pleasant surprise just having a, a good brewery start up in peoria and seeing them get going and and i think making some early successes um every time i've pretty, been down pretty good there thing. new something new yeah they're yeah, not repeating much yeah. you know it's not like they're coming up with something different i mean they're i mean they're not just staying with the same stuff every time they're just I mean, trying they something had, different they had a couple new england hazy ipas they had a saison they had um they've done uh, one, a, one of those wheat. european styles that i never even heard of yeah, one like of the a, times you were there a, evan like, like a, a, a grisset a gruet a gruet a gruet gru- 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 yeah um they had uh like a wee heavy oh, yeah, the I mean, scotch wee heavy yeah, with and salted caramel stouts. i mean they're they're all over the place and i that's love great it. Yeah. i think they've the got something for everybody yeah the versatility i think is a great thing to have um, I was down in Austin. Um, I got a sh- you got a shout out to the our, our hopped up network partners. Uh, three beers in, uh, it's too bad I couldn't meet out with those guys. But you know, I was down there with my wife, uh, meeting a good friend of mine, and um, we we went to a couple really great breweries. We went to Jester King, um, but we also hit up a place called the ABGB, which is the Austin Beer Garden Brewery. And for a place like Austin, and for lunch, they had awesome food. You know, sandwiches. Um, kind of lunch kind of items. Uh, they had a pretty good uh, pimento cheese dip, but to pair with that, it had to be some of my favorite were their, you know, their pills, their Hellas lager. And in a place like Austin where the weather gets pretty warm, you're outside uh, wanting to have a drink and, and feel good about running around town the rest of the day. You know, their, their Hellas lager was absolutely incredible. It was just fresh, effervescent, you know, lots of good, um, cold lager flavor, and it just went down real easy with the good food that they had. So I'd have to say that, even though Jester King was amazing in its own way, I really enjoyed having some um, lighter beers for a change, um, and and to pair with what we were doing is awesome. That sounds great. That I would agree. When you get in the heat, sometimes it's nice just to have something light, especially if you've got a full day of activities. You know, you don't want to have to take a nap after lunch. No, yeah, and and it's not like Florida where everything's a stout, you know. Like people down in <laughs> people down in Texas really want to drink, 
you know, lighter beers. So they, that's how I think most of their breweries down there focus on mm-hmm. lager styles, lighter beers, ales, and also a lot of sours too. Yeah. Do you have some Lone Pint Yellow Rose on draft at all while you're down there? I did it. Oh, I man. did it. Bangers. I went down to Rainy oh, Street to Bangers and had some uh, special beer at a special place. Live Love Live Oak place. Hefeweizen and also, also some of the uh, oh, Yellow man. Rose. Oh man, so good. That all just has a special place in my heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about, how about Bangers you, in Austin is is fantastic too. What about um, your beer? Yeah. So I was uh, I was in Grand Rapids last weekend for um, we had a, a wedding shower um, in the family, so uh, we went awesome. up there for uh, two days. Um, Oddly enough, the uh, the Saturday afternoon, um, the the females went to the shower, and the guys went out and had lunch and had a couple beers. So uh, it happened to be coincidentally the Founders 2018 Black Party. Um, so basically, all of their black beers that they make, they had on draft. Um, they had, uh, I think, people started lining up for it at like 7 a.m. and they said, if you're on the grounds of uh, Founders, that essentially owns their own whole block um, nice. right in downtown Grand Rapids. Mm-hmm. Um, you could drink, you know, they had like a bottle share on the premises um, before they opened. So uh, we went over there for maybe an hour. Um, it was a, I mean, it was crowded, a lot going on. Founders was doing a great job running the event and everything. So it was a good time. Um, and uh, so they, they didn't really, you know, release a list or anything in advance. And some of their uh, beers that they had on draft were um, nothing that they've ever done in the past. Is it like a timed release? They just nope. pick a time and from what we could see, everything was on draft all day. Okay. Um, I gotcha. And so, uh, so there's, you know, some that you can assume that are going to be on, but they had some special ones that they, they've never done before. So one of them that I was, uh, you know, kind of been saying for a while that I think would be great, um, in great in barrels is their, uh, just their, their regular Imperial stout, uh, that they barrel aged and they had it on draft. So I don't think they've ever bottled it. Um, I'm not sure if they've ever, hmm. Had it on draft at the brewery, um, but the base is like 10 and a half, 11 percent. Um, so it wasn't, you know, anything like a 13, 14, 15 percent stout, but uh, barrel aged. I mean, that was it was fantastic. It was, um, you know, a pleasant surprise, I guess I would say, just because you just never know um, if, if they've never done it before. Who knew if it was going to be phenomenal or, or average or whatever? And it was, uh, you know, not not like uh, what we're drinking right now, definitely. But uh, yeah. I mean. Plenty of barrel, um, a lot of, I, I think the base stout just really has a nice, that Russian imperial sweetness to it um, from some of that kind of the roasty malts that they're using. And uh, it was, it was good. So man, what a, what a luck, what lucky timing, a pleasant surprise. Yeah. I mean, one there was one other guy who's kind of a beer guy, um, Brett, who's a listener of ours. Um, when we both found out that they were doing it that day, we said, you know, no matter what uh, we have planned for Saturday with the family, we need to set aside an hour just to go over there and, and at least have a couple pours. So, uh, you know, they had CBS on draft all day. They had multiple years of KBS. Um, and then they had a couple other really just kind of random ones that we never heard of that maybe a first time thing. Maybe they've done it before, but like draft only type stuff. So pretty good combination. They had some light stuff, you know, that's it a, wasn't just black great beer facility too. They have a awesome. great outdoor area. They had food going for every, I mean, you could get food with all those people there. They somehow managed to be able to, um, they've, they've service, you know, out. meals for everybody. They really do have yeah. it figured out. They're doing some good things. Sweet. Yeah. So a uh, good start to the month, I guess, uh, having, you know, having a trip down there and then, uh, this weekend, uh, going to Nashville. So, so what's going on here, Evan? All right. Well, <laughs> Evan's, just, up. Evan's doing I'm, something. I'm, right. uh, yeah, I'm covertly doing a little bit of an interesting blind tasting. I think we're going to do some beers. Each one of us brought something that the other two, 
um, are not going to know what it is, and we're going to just kind of talk about what we're drinking. A little blind taste. A little blind taste testing. Oh, wait. Hold on. Wait, wait. What? We're going to pause this process for one quick second. Not the not the podcast. Okay. And um, <laughs> we have another special beer that we're going to uh, take a little gander of real quick. Oh, is Ryan? Ryan is. Uh, this is an audible. <laughs> oh, this is oh. One we've, we've talked about. <laughs> yes, we have. Let me scoot away. And, just uh, in case this I will thing be explodes. opening this away from the table, so we'll see how this goes. I have one little taster glass for us. Oh, you can talk about what's going on while I. Uh, so he's, I do he's this. holding a Bourbon County Coffee Stout, uh, 2015. Is it 2015? Yes, it's 2015. So, uh, well, cellared. is this going to be a gusher? Well known to be infected. Well known. Uh, just he's going to go over to the corner. He's about the, ten feet away, guys. I'm, he's going to put his swimsuit on, and just in case it kind of gushes. Do you have goggles? Oh, we got I'm Mark. Actually, Mark, get a picture. I'm get actually. A, wait, hang on. Make sure. Make sure you get a picture. This but anyway, is, I gotta get this. We've talked about this a couple times about how we wanted to open this on air, um, just to kind of taste what it's like, see what it, what it does. Um, Fifteen was oh, not a gusher. Fifteen was the year that they had a whole bunch of problems with you know infection, and then since then they've basically started to pasteurize that everything. Anti-climatic. Yeah, we don't need to worry about. We've talked a lot about tasting this or at least opening it oh look at all that but look at all the bubbles there's a lot of a usually taste. don't usually don't see that much Carb. carbonation in a bourbon county beer or at least any kind of uh barrel aged beer that's going to have that much um that much abv in it so what's it what do you smell um first off i get actually i do get the real kind of musty coffee smell um which i'm actually surprised i smell yeah. But there's kind of like a a real pungent um kind of sour fruit kind of like the sour apple everybody yeah, talks about. Yeah, sour apple. But but it's mixed with kind of a, a dusty coffee. Like just I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to call this sour apples in crawl space. Ooh, nice. <laughs> No, you don't want to take a sip, Mark. You want me to taste it first? All right, <laughs> yeah, here yeah. we go. We don't have to ruin our palates if Hang we on, don't let want. Me, it. Let me uh, cleanse my mouth of the delicious OG. Yeah, you're gonna do that, and then we're gonna keep drinking the OG rare. Here he goes. If this is the last you hear of any of us on a podcast, then um, <laughs> he likes it. It's <laughs> wow. All right, what do you it's, think? Ryan? Honestly, it's not terrible, but you can just tell something's off. Yeah. All I smell is like funky green peppers. No, green peppers, oh, yeah. Like I'm, green peppers that have been in your refrigerator I'm a little sticking, too long and they I'm started to get with soft. Sour fruit like raw in green a crawl peppers. Space. Oh. Oh man. I love how I love how Mark was not offended as much as you have been. Oh. <laughs> raw green peppers. Oh, I get that dusty crawl space right. too. Like Ooh. dirt. Right. I, I I did get there's a little coffee going on still, but um Yeah, there is a little coffee going on there. I mean still. like I don't want raw green peppers. Um, I do get that green peppers. Double think, dry hopped in my beer. <laughs> I think that's, but I think the uh, the dusty crawl space is what you get and what you see as the green pepper because green pepper just has that earthiness to it. And I think you're just getting that earthiness. Gosh, that's, yeah. That See, I, I feel like I get a little bit more of the dusty than I do like a sour. I do get a little sour. Holy. Ooh, that's tart. It's like almost like a, you you would if you tasted that blind you might think you were drinking 
like a sour beer and not a sour infected beer, but a kettle sour or I mean, mixed no, fermentation knowing beer. what Bourbon County coffee stout should taste like. That's whoa, that's it's no. off. But if I Way if off. someone just handed me that and I and I try, I mean, mm. it's not like I don't know. It's yeah. Well, it's that's not, it's not like terrible, like spit it out. Terrible. Right. Now, would I drink a whole glass of it? No, no. but I've definitely had worse. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, that was fun. All right. Back on track. I I like the audible. (laughs) Thank you for the audible. That was great. All right. So I I I was nervous there for a minute. I'm like, what's going on? (laughs) I poured this one first. Um, I mean, I know what it is. I actually have had it not all too. I'm going to stop talking about it. First smell. I kind of get like a little bit of a, I get kind of tea, like uh, almost like a, like a tea leaf. Yeah, yeah, and like a like a. I was thinking like a green, yeah, green tea. Wow, by the carbonation, you, you can't, you know, in the glass, you can't see a whole lot of the the body or the color or anything. By the carbonation, I was kind of thinking it might be an IPA. Um, this is a this is an interesting experiment. Yeah, I know it's fun. <laughs> I kind of gonna... wanted you guys to go first when nah. I opened my bottle. It's it's interesting because you're we're stripping away everything that we would. Usually we put all these senses together, like sight and, you know, looking at the, you know, swirling it and seeing all of that's gone. So it's mm-hmm. s- smell and taste alone. Yeah. I almost get like a, a tomato-y. Um, so what's our objective? Are we supposed to pick yeah. the style of beer? Well, you, you just, I, we don't, you don't have to. Well, Chai tea is what I, what I totally I, get that I get, too. Is what tea. I would yeah. um, be, you know, some other herbs like a basil or something else. This is, it's, yeah, it's kind it of, is it's, not a you know, vanilla bean barrel aged stout. No, I can tell you that. No, it's definitely not. <laughs> it's light. I'm gonna it does say, taste I'm, light. I'm going to say, I would say low ABV. Okay. Okay. A lot of, a lot of dead space here. Sorry. A lot of smelling and tasting. Yeah, no, we get, we get a lot of smelling. Yeah. Yeah. With that said, um, Tell us more about Jester King. Oh, well, um, you know, Jester King's one of those destination breweries. I think that when you're in Austin, it's uh, it's a must. The grounds that they have there, it's basically out in the hill country. It's on a farm, um, pretty mellow and low key. They have a fairly small um, like draft room, tasting room, basically. You don't really hang out much there because when the weather's nice, you want to go sit out on the picnic tables under all the trees. Uh, they have, you know, bags and there's a pizza place right there on the premises that you can go get food if you'd like. Um, but basic, you know, basically you go try their beers, you go have a seat, enjoy the weather. Uh, everybody's out there like with kids and, uh, with friends or with parents and, you know, there's pretty much all ages out there and everything they have is, um, kind of, they, they call it, you know, they're, their uh, mixed culture fermentation where they've had some, you know, native uh, wild yeasts um, in addition to normal like brewery yeasts that they've kind of made their own culture. So pretty much everything that they do has this sort of sour, you know, farmhouse ale flavor to it. Did you take the tour? You know what? I didn't. I was having so much fun like with the people that we were with and talking that I I just kind of skipped it because I was enjoying the beers and enjoying the company too much that sure. I didn't really want to. It's like I've, I definitely wanted to see it. Uh, I know it can have another opportunity, but um, the weather was just too nice to go inside and go indoors. But 
you know, I, I tried to taste just about anything that they, they had that looked interesting. I mean, they even had their, um, their stout. It wasn't black metal. Now I'm forgetting what it was. Um, but it was their farmhouse, um, stout. So it was yeah, kind of had a little sour. The, yeah. They only do quality, the mixed fermentation or whatever. So That's the it. stout is a sour stout. Yeah. It's kind of a sour stout. They, the black metal. And then I think they do a few like variants of it. Something okay. else with metal in the name maybe, but maybe it was, I don't know. I should have wrote it down. Um, but I really enjoyed their spawn series, which is their spontaneous fermentation series that they've, uh, had a couple years now that they've been able to release it. And those things are all very unique. Um, obviously with the spontaneous fermentation, it's, it's put into a cool ship. They let for a few nights, whatever's ready to go there in the Texas Hill country kind of take over. They do, they don't do anything like just awesome post, you know, spontaneous fermentation added, um, added to it. And they, they've blended it with different fruits and they've done different year blends. And so that I think they're really starting to hit a stride there and they figured out something that's very successful for them. And you were there on a Thursday afternoon? We actually went on a Sunday afternoon. Oh, you were a Sunday. Okay. All right. So and it was crowded? It was, yeah, it was crowded, but not so crowded that you had to wait too long to get a beer. Okay. They had a pretty easy process of going to the tap room and yep. they had an outdoor sort of um, menu that was different than what was indoors. Um, but there was... There was so you get a beer in two different places. Yeah. yeah. And, and both choices were different. So... It was, yeah, it's it's one of those places you should go to. You know, if you're yeah. in Austin and you're a beer lover, you need to go there to check it out. And it's not that far out of town. Yeah. Easy drive, too. I mean, there's a little bit of traffic probably when you're getting back into it was, town. But. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. So it was a Sunday. I yeah, mean, I Sunday think their too. tap room, I think they're only open like Friday, Saturday, Sundays out there. So if you're heading down there during yeah. a, a weekend, look at those dates. So it was great. What do you guys think? I can, I can I can reveal it because we've had a ten, time to sip on it for and, a little bit. Well, so you've had this before, Evan, or is this your first yes. time having Oh, you have had it. Okay. Yeah. So are we going to guess or? So I, think it's an I, to. I think it's an IPA. I think it's got, that's going to be my guess. I, I would be shocked if it's a lager. I think it's an ale. I don't think it's a Saison. Um, th- I mean, I think you, you pulled out a brain buster for us because there's some, some weird flavors. I guess I shouldn't say weird, but there's some unique flavors going on. So I'm, I pulled this out of my cellar. And there it is. The uh, it is a 2014 Dogfish Head Burton Batten, which is their oak-aged Imperial IPA, which is a 10% IPA. Um, when I first started getting into craft beer, I cellared a lot of Dogfish Head. And Dogfish Head recommends cellaring anything yes. 9% or higher. Um, and so I remember when I took the tour... That was one thing that they recommended, including IPAs. Um, now, I know that that's a crazy thing to think of now. It's a, yeah, it says that right on the bottle. It Does says, it? This, is a special, this special ale is a two-thread blend of young and wood-aged Imperial IPA. Please share it with loved ones and hoard it from the non-believers. <laughs> so, that had a lot going on. <laughs> I was stumped. And I don't, you know what? And, and as you would expect, a lot of the hot flavor has really mellowed I, out. I would not have, but you got that. it right still to think that it was an IPA. I, would not I, I definitely got IPA. the bitterness and and the hops um, that were going on. I was thinking like an like an an ale. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. but not like oh, an IPA, man. but just like more of like a. That's fun. I totally like, am like getting the ale. the dogfish head. You know, kind of ultra bitterness, kind of. E- original east coast mm-hmm. style ipa with like the malt backbone mm-hmm. um i totally am getting a little bit of that caramel flavor now you know now that we we know what we're drinking yeah, yeah you know kind of that whole thing that mark said at the beginning it's like 
there's such a different element taken away when you just have absolutely no idea and you can't even see it. Right. It's crazy. I was stumped because there's so much going on in that beer. Yeah, it's wood. You got the hops. You have a pretty strong malt backbone. Um, plenty Lots of, of malt. C- the hops, in my opinion, have disappeared. Yeah. And it almost turns into this sort of hoppy barley wine. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit on the sweeter side. and I mean, because the... Uh, but I think it still drinks like pretty well. It's pretty good. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. One one thing I did, I'm glad I sold a lot of their Palo Santo Marone, which is their wood. I love that one. That one, one I... aged still is... Kids stand up to so much. It's, it's amazing beer. I had a 2014 one of those. I don't know six months ago or whatever. And yeah, it, that's one of those when we, when we talk about, um, something that can age 10 years, that's one that I would put on that list. Okay. So do we have, um, another one? Mark wants to, Mark wants to hit it up. Um, I don't make me go again. No looking. I don't, I don't have, I, do I have to finish this? Cause we didn't bring a dump bucket. No, we didn't drink, bring a dump bucket. Hi everyone. This is cutter. Tony. Ross, Joel, and Clint from Three Beers In, a proud member of the Hopped Up Network. Each episode, we review a local Austin craft beer and talk about Club and Bananas, references I don't get, and Academy Award winner Matthew McConaughey. So tune in, crack open a beer, and hang out with us. Find us on hoppedupnetwork.com, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Podbean, or on threebeersinpodcast.com. This This is is the the podcast. podcast. All right, now next up, I think Mark is going to do his blind. So this will be fun. So the first one, again, the 2014 Burton Batten, and you can still get that on the shelves, still ages pretty well. I have a lot of a lot of cellar dogfish from when I started craft beer. <laughs> and that had traveled all the way um, from Virginia, where we were, uh, when I really oh, yeah. started getting into buying those. And that was when like 120 Minute would come out. And you would have to wait in line to get 120 yeah. Minute. And my wife, I'd be like at work. Twice like, a year, maybe, maybe only yeah. once a year. Yeah, and now it's like almost on the shelf pretty easily, at least a, once a year or twice a year. And when I got into craft beer, Dogfish Head wasn't sold west of like I-65. Yeah. Because they had um, a kind of a negotiation battle with the distributor. And so they just said, all right, you know, we'll go elsewhere around the country. But uh, for, you know, kind of northwest Indiana, western Indiana, Wisconsin, Illinois, Iowa, they said... <laughs> Screw you, you know, we'll yeah. sell it elsewhere. And um, so 90-minute um, IPA and 60-minute IPA, just because those were the more regular ones, were kind of a uh, a, a really, really, um, you know, kind of rare IPA to get early on when I started getting into this. So, um, All right, guys, round two. And then being able to go yep. visit that around that same time mm-hmm. um, was really, really fun and um, a good time. I get, I get ginger, like gingerbread. Man, you guys in these crazy flavors, you're gonna be bored with mine. What's that's okay. That's good. It almost you know, it smells like um gingerbread Ooh. cookies being baked, you know, around Christmas time. It's I smell the holidays, is what I smell. Interesting. It's a very unique perspective when I know what it is. Yeah, I know. You know. Have you had it before, Mark? Yes. Okay. I feel like it's got a pretty good mouthfeel. Um it doesn't it doesn't taste light. You know, like a light bodied. It's a pretty, you know, medium to heavy bodied beer. Oh, it's. I mean, it's a. It's a stout. It's a stout. Yeah, but I, I maybe get a little. I'm ahead. getting more vanilla. Okay. 
Um, like baking, maybe like that's a bake. I was thinking just kind of like a, a baked, like sugar cookie with vanilla frosting or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I like that too. I could go with that. <laughs> it's interesting because oh, I know what it it's is. Fun. But I, it's I'm, fun I'm, being I'm, you I'm, right now. I'm like uh, smelling and tasting along with your guys's uh, yeah notes here. It's kind of interesting. It's like, oh yeah, I do, I do smell that. It's kind of. I mean, it's it's pretty cold, so I'm wondering if. If it was a little warmer, if if we'd get more flavors, but all right, it's a stout. I mean, probably the, ABV I would say the, just sub ten. Yeah, I was thinking eight or nine. Yeah. I, would, I mean, no way this is more than. <laughs> I'll uh, say that, and it'll be fourteen percent. I was gonna say, do you think no this way is, that's more than like ten or eleven? Do you think this is aged, or think this is uh, a little fresh? My, f- I mean, the first, uh, you know. My first instinct says it's not barrel aged. It's uh, right. I agree. You know something like uh, like cacao nibs. I think you got something like that going on. Um, maybe some vanilla. Maybe something else. It's not definitely not like a cinnamon, but there might be some other spice in there. But some of these other flavors could come through through just the fermentation and and from the malt bill itself. This is so interesting. It still got. It still has some. Some bitterness, but not hot bitterness, like chocolate bitterness, maybe. Like that dark chocolate. Yeah. So, what's your? What I think. You guys think. Do you like it? Is it good? Yeah, it's yeah. it's good. All right, you guys ready? Yeah. Oh, all we're, right. we're all right. Yeah. Or, or uh, any any guesses before we go here? I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that this is a non barrel aged adjunct stout. Okay. That's like yeah. eight to nine percent. W- I'm gonna say it's probably yeah. It's like probably a, maybe ten percent. I think there's got to be vanilla going on. I wish I would have. You guys are you guys are going to be surprised here. I love it. All right, here we go. 2016 barley wine, Bourbon County. Holy cow! Oh, that's That's, what's crazy is I was I've I've been saying that since 2014 the barley wine series has tasted a lot more like barley wine than maybe a little bit more that chocolatey stout bill like some of the older. Bourbon County barley wine at thirteen point six. We swore this was not barrel aged, yeah. and we swore this was. I love it. It's, it's interesting. I and suppose the age has done that though too. So I was thinking a changing course on the barrel age because it, it is a. I was starting to get some oak on the nose, um, especially as it warmed up a little bit. It is a sixteen, so maybe that mellowed a little bit. No, it doesn't taste like a barley wine though. I mean, it's so I really, I really it's get so that. Interesting. I really get that barley now. You know, now that you know, adjunct it is. stout, non-barrel aged. <laughs> it just goes so to show off. It, it goes to show so how off. powerful yeah, no. like the mind is. Once yeah. you know what it is, like your mind is programmed to think <laughs> oh, a certain man, way. This is pathetic. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> it's, this is it's great. wild. But I mean, sitting here, or the listening people that to you guys, do this type of stuff blind and can really pick it out, then you're like, holy crap! All right, yeah, it's amazing. It's easy to pick out coconut and <laughs> toasted coconut and vanilla beans when it's listed right on the bottle <laughs> i swear i got this like ginger and and i think but i think that's fading now as it's warming up sure i think the vanilla's fading i mean i, th- I get more caramel as it's as it's warming up i mean that that um, that barley but the vanilla must be from the oak definitely oh, i mean that's sure. that's a note from the oak and for sure i get more oak on the nose that i started to before we uh, officially made our call and, and how pathetic we are and how and how wrong we were, but that's okay. We can um, be wrong about I, this. Yeah, kind of stuff. I don't get. I still don't get like a ton of booze or a ton of barrel on the taste. I'm surprised we thought that this was 
you know, like eight or nine percent because it's like twice that. It's almost twice that. Thirteen point six. Those are a couple of really good, um, good picks. This is fun. Yeah. Maybe we should do this once every episode, just <laughs> kind of mess with each other and <laughs> take turns. Yeah. We found a new uh, a new reason to drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect. All right, moving on. Good stuff. Yeah, keep the bottle out. We can maybe drink whatever's left in there. It's it's good not to fill the glasses up. So, all right, now we're gonna head into round three. Blind taste test. It's Ryan's turn. Uh, we don't know what he brought. We don't know what he's gonna pour, but he's gonna fill our um, he's gonna fill our uh, glasses, and we're gonna try to figure out how wrong we can be on another beer. <laughs> so, so Mark went. Uh, you went on a trip down to with your family down to Florida. Correct. You found an awesome craft beer um, bar, growler, dispensary, bottle store, etc. Tell me about that. So we hit uh, actually a couple places that I found. Uh, one on 38 was called Growler Garage. And uh, basically the name says it all. Uh, just a cool little place with probably, I don't know, 15, 20 beers on tap. Uh, you could buy it you know, uh, to go in a growler or you could sit there and enjoy it. So that place was great. Shout out. That was in Santa Rosa. Um, and then, uh, there's another place. Santa Rosa, Florida. Yeah. Florida. Sorry. Um, and (laughs) he's not talking about Russian river. There was another place. I think I (laughs) believe place. It's called Russian. (laughs) Yeah. I think Russian, Russian rapids, Russian slippy, slappy, pliny, Pliny of Pliny the, the lady Samsonite. Sa- you got off. it. You got it. All right. Sorry. <laughs> um, so another place was called, uh, I believe it was called just called the craft bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't hold me to that, but I think that's the name of it. They had three locations, uh, but a great place. I mean, it was a full bar and restaurant, but they had some great offerings. Each location had a different tap list. So oh, nice. uh, I, I enjoyed that tremendously. And the other shout out, I think I maybe mentioned before, I actually went to a can release at Idle Hounds. Which, oh, cool! Uh, oh, that's which, right, we had those. Which is uh, you brought some back? Yeah, that, that was good stuff. I never heard right. of them before. They either. are they are a, a up and coming craft uh, brewery uh, just out of the just uh, it would still be the Santa Rosa area. Um, actually, I posted something a while back on our Facebook page. Yeah, that they were number four on the fastest growing craft uh, breweries and wow. 2017 that was um i think you were holding a can it looked like one of those like four ounce cans <laughs> all right <laughs> they're still making fun of my big hands guys if you listen to the last do episode. you remember any of the, the other breweries that were on that list for the fastest growing not offhand okay. i really don't that one stuck out because i had just been there yeah. so i kind of zeroed in on that but it was a great place i i went i went to their facility um uh they had food trucks out front uh, it was kind of like it was it was if you've been to triptych it kind of had that feel where where they're brewing right there but also they have a a, a bar set up with their taps and they had kind of a cooler off the side where you could just walk in and and get some cans to go so okay. um cool. but there was there was people playing like they had there was families there they had you know they had you know uh i saw some guys playing bags and there's people just hanging out and eating some of the the food truck food it was a it looked like a great place to hang out. Yeah. I was kind of in a hurry, so I, I went in, snagged the beers, uh, took a couple minutes just to look around, and then and then I had to head out. Yeah. Also, if you're heading so if down you guys, to the Destin area, yeah. That's a oh, definitely. Good spot. Definitely, definitely sure. worth checking out. 
I get idle hounds. Idle hounds. I get I get spiciness to this. Maybe it's maybe I, it's because of the last one there was a lot of barley, and that's what I interpreted it as the ginger. First, first nose is a sour <clears throat> or a saison. I get a lot of just like pungent juice. I haven't tried it yet. Yeah, it is fun mm. being on this side. Oh yeah. Well, that's definitely a. I mean, that's got that tart, mm-hmm. um, a lot of sour acidity. acidity. Yeah, that tart acidity. I don't. If this is not a sour or or a saison, I am blown away. <laughs> I am like, I hope it's we'll not. just quit. I, I just need to like retire. This will be blind just... taste testing one and the only one. Yeah, like, we just won't ever give like, it a shot again. Like Mark, we don't want to continue Mark, to embarrass Mark, that ourselves. That was a that was a traditional lager. Yeah, that was uh, Bud Light actually. <laughs> No, I get, and then I think where I it, it tastes like there's some fruit here, like some strawberry rhubarb, um, something kind like of that. pulpy fruit, you know, like a like a berry, but a pulpy berry. I get like earthy fruits, like a, like a strawberry, or I'm gonna stick with strawberry. Hmm. But definitely, and the acidity and the taste of it, I'm gonna go with a sour. Mm-hmm. So why you guys keep figuring this out, I was going to tell you about Bearded Iris that I went to yesterday. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I want to know I want to know about that. Great place. Um, it's, I don't know, I think it's about two and a half, three miles outside of downtown. So with traffic and everything, it was about a 10-minute drive um, out that way. Um, and like kind of your usual setup for uh, for a cool up-and-coming up and craft brewery right now, um, business park area. But they had a really cool setup inside and outside, a, a beautiful uh, wood deck that's got music playing and just kind of picnic tables. You can bring pets and a lot of people had dogs out there and everyone just uh, enjoying the day. It was about 70 degrees, beautiful, you know, perfect weather. Um, and inside, um, it's, you know, basically one wide open room, um, kind of like Monkish. Evan, I know you've been to Monkish before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just kind of one open room where you, you know, you, you see all the tanks and everything right there. Um, the tap room they had, uh, they have like a, and I don't know what material it was. Maybe it was, um, I, maybe they had tiled it or maybe it was, um, just kind of laminate or whatever, but they'd kind of put down like a restaurant style type floor. Mm-hmm. Um, which is where like the tap room um, area was. Um, so they had some bar tables and things like that inside um, the brewery there. Um, and then it was just obviously a concrete slab for the rest of the place. But um, they had a, a really, really nice wood bar. Um, I don't know, three or four bartenders. And um, the line was probably 20 or 30 people long. Because it was a can release day. Well, so they had a separate line for the cans that they were releasing yesterday that was was kind of the big deal um for them for the day um so tiki time was was a new one and then they did um a new fruited variant of mood ring um which is i guess mood ring as a base i'm not really for sure i think it's it's probably just an ipa but um the series is it um, it not their lactose we had a maybe it's maybe it's a a lactose ipa with brian we had a i think that was a strawberry one a raspberry a raspberry yeah that was the raspberry one so i i don't know if they actually ever do the base alone um but it's it's a yeah it's a lactose and vanilla ipa that's fruited so yes oh okay so so yesterday's had pink guava mango and pineapple um so it's very tropical so Definitely that milkshake style um, IPA that uh, 
comes in at uh, 8.5%. So, I mean, that's pretty high for that yeah, style is. of beer. So they had a separate line for those. Um, if you're getting the mootering um, that was just kind of a table off to the side by the fermentation tanks, everything else, um, they had probably eight different IPAs to go in cans. Um, and it was, for the most part, um, anywhere from one case limit per person to no limit. Um, huh. So actually, they must be pumping out a pretty good amount to be able to hold up uh, with the demand out there. Um, and then they had about 10 or 12 different IPAs on draft. It's pretty much IPAs only. Yeah. Um, and so... Give the people did, what they want. Did, so you bring, did you bring some of the mood ring home? I did. Uh, I got an idea. I'm, I'm over here I'll scheming. give you... A, maybe, maybe it's blind in your glass right now. Oh. Mm, no. Wouldn't that be a no. little twist? No. It would I didn't be a hear twist. A, I didn't hear a can pop. That's true. I did hear a bottle go... <laughs> but I'm thinking um, let's, we should do some jerk chicken. Oh. Smoked jerk chicken with that mood ring. That would be good. Yeah, oh, that'd be a good combination. That would be fantastic. Leave it to Mark to come up with a perfect food pairing. <laughs> we will be at your house to yes. record yep. and watch you smoke something. I think it would be it would be a good time just to hang out no. and like ask questions and just I can kind of talk through uh, the process. Like yesterday, uh, we had a large cookout for a bunch of friends. And I was balancing all day long off of. I mean, you were tired at the end of the day. It was a busy day. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed every minute. Oh of yeah. It, but it was course. busy. But you're you're managing off of one smoker. I was managing uh, different. You know, whether it's a brisket, which is a very low and slow all day long. And process. you probably yeah, you probably couldn't alter and, a whole lot of stuff because I, of that. And I had uh, I had chicken and I had pork belly, all these different things that I'm rotating, and you you've really got to pay attention to your your timing and you know, you got to watch your temperatures and everything else. So, um, yeah, I, I enjoy it and I think it'd be really fun just to kind of definitely t- talk through it and, and just share some of that, uh, uh, knowledge that I've learned, uh, you know, just either through school of hard oh, knocks sure. or just, uh, picking it yeah. up from other people that I know have, nothing that about any of that. So it's great. Well, and, and if, the CXT guys want to join. Yeah. Oh, I should have to do, do a coffee, rub, do rub, rub, yes, coffee I, rub, rub, I, I think a Tristan, uh, he, he had like this oh. little sparkle in his eye when oh, I yeah. said coffee rubbed ribeye. Yep. He was, I think we all did. Know. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think Tristan was just who you were looking at because I know I had a sparkle in my eye. I was looking at Tristan because I was like, <laughs> I want the coffee. <laughs> so, well, well, and you, um, um, you really had a, yeah, you had a busy smoker. You had all that stuff going on. Um, by the way, if, if anybody wants to check out Mark and his kind of um, obsessions of, um, the provision being the provisions guy, go to Peoria Bon Vivant, yes. um, on Instagram, because not only of course, does he takes, take amazing pictures, but it kind of captures the Mark is the provisions guy, um, you know, uh, persona. And we came up with that name. Uh, if you remember, we were talking yeah, I remember. about it. It was kind of like tongue in cheek. It's like Peoria, but it's like, we want to enjoy the finer things finer in life. Things. Yeah. The provisions. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's. It's it's a little bit of everything that I enjoy. Sure. You know, whether it's wine, bourbon, craft beer, cigars, cigars, um, by the know, fireplace, uh, food. Not just not just smoking meats, but all. Uh, you know, I'm a foodie as well. So. But you you have pictures of like architecture and. Yeah, and travel. Yep. Uh, I, I I love to travel, so all of that's on there. So check it out. Awesome. Yep. All so right. back to this. What do you guys think? What, do you I have am, any guesses? I style. Fruited, non-fruited, barrel-aged ABV. There's there's a there's a funk to it, a um, little bit of a 
barnyard funkiness. I still get the fruit. There's definite acidity on the taste. I'm yep. going with a I'm going with a sour, uh, and I still want to say strawberry for some reason. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking it's some sort of berry, maybe even more of a raspberry, maybe, um, but definitely a berry. But we're talking farmhouse saison style. I'm guessing. I'm guessing if you would look at it, it's you know that, that could be probably yeah. low ABV, five, five six percent, yeah. five and a half. Yeah, it seems to be a pretty light bodied sour. All right, so the, the reveal, the reveal time. So we have uh, side project saison du fermier. Um, this is the uh, Missouri Oak Fooder uh, variant. So it's seven percent. So it did um, touch wood. It did touch wood. This <laughs> is blend one. Oh, jeez. Um, so this is their first batch of it. I think they did a second one not too long ago. Um, it is, uh, I think the base is a Chardonnay aged Saison. And then this one, they actually do additional fermentation on uh, a Missouri Oak Fooder before naturally conditioned so, in this bottle. So the jeez. grape, the grapes. Or the, are that's through, what I was Through the wine barrel. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, is, but it's not fruited. It's um, a little bit higher ABV than I would have pegged. Dang. Yeah. That's you guys did the team did better on this one than the other two for th- sure though. <laughs> well, we didn't do too you know, you guys did not do too bad at all with the dogfish head. I mean, you nailed it I as was like stumped a, on that one. Well, I think the I think that the, the time on that one is what really stumps that because when you have that that beer fresh, it is very bitter. Very bitter. Yeah, I was gonna say heavy malt. What, um, what and you de- do get that spicy wood. What derailed me was the hops were gone. Yep. in my opinion. Yeah, which it's amazing. The like bitter I've, backbone was there, but the hops were gone. I've got for like sure. I've got enough, you know, the the ninety minutes to do a vertical from like two thousand and eleven on, and it just is interesting how that beer still holds up, and it tastes more like a barley wine. But you know, this is uh, I'm just gonna this is we're gonna enjoy this. I one am for not sure. dumping this one out. All right. No, yeah, I'm not dubbing this one out either. There's a good amount of the bottle left, too. I'm glad you guys like it. Yeah. It's very good. This is a good one, yeah. I don't get as much of the oak age on it. No. Um, as as much as what I... I think I've had this once before, but uh, it's... I mean, yeah, you definitely get like a wine barrel characteristic to it, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Now um, now that I know, you're like, oh, yeah, that's that's a white yeah. that's a white grape that I taste. Yeah. And so I, I thought this would be interesting because it is tart, um, more like a sour, which mm-hmm. is kind of side project style with their saisons, yeah. right? Like they do kind of stretch that saison to sour American wild ale type. They're for minutes um, with their style. It does saison definitely get them a little more tart and a sour, but it just had enough acidity. I thought it was a sour. It's got that nice punch. Yeah, so good. Yeah, I love it. One of the best in the biz. We're gonna pour some more. We're probably gonna kind of wrap things up. Oh have, no no I, no! We're I, not. We've I got one more. We, I digress. Special. And do we have glasses for yours, Mark. I think we can use these other ones. I'm still. I'm still working <laughs> I still on my have OG. a lot of my OG rare. Should we? Should we grab <laughs> another set of glasses, maybe? And then uh, Mark pulls another audible. Uh, he brings a yes. French press. So yes. we're not necessarily doing this blind blind um, in terms of color and appearance, but um, he has not let us know what he has French pressed into whatever beer he has French pressed into. I'm right. hoping that he French pressed his brisket into, like, <laughs> Bud Light or something. With the barbecue sauce? Right. Into a stout? So into a stout. Okay. Oh, it's definitely a stout. Or at least it's definitely a dark beer. How about that? So did you French press this today, then? Yeah, and it's been sitting for quite a while. 
Mark is the French press. Um, what, what time is it? I did this at three thirty. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So it's been it's, it's five hours. Time. Almost five. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Evan, there you go. Yep. Ryan. Oh. <laughs> Evan gets his glass first and goes right into it and says, "Oh, oh yeah." I start nose. You know. <sighs> Coffee. Tobacco. Coffee and like I get tobacco in it too. A cigar. He, yeah, he, Mark, Mark he put smoked a cigar, a cigar in last night and I French did, pressed it I in there. I did have a nice Rocky Patel last night. <laughs> Hashtag the provisions guy. Tons of, I mean, coffee. That is like intense coffee. And get? maybe that was because of the time. Nuts. Hazelnuts. Almonds. Yeah. Something. This is, this is the one where you all find out how bad our palates are. Our pecans. I get the nuts, I, yeah. That's kind of... Did he roast? I bet he roasted some nuts and put it in here, like on the smoker. Like smoke pistachios. Nuts. Did maybe, he smoke some nuts? Maybe smoked. I did not, but that would be amazing. Oh, shoot. I'll make note of that. I was going to say, I don't get like wood. No. Um, from a smoker There's a type new, of that smell. Is, I'm, you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of like the 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 nut places that they have in malls. And it's oh, just like, like, a, like yeah. around the holidays. Yeah. 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 Or an airport. That yes. smells yeah. just wafting through and nuts, nuts on Clark. Like when you're in O'Hare Airport and you, mm-hmm. go, you go by nuts on Clark and you smell popcorn and you smell this. Yep. I, I get that. And it's not that, that, this wow. is, that's what's crazy about this. But smelling it, it's total nutty for sure. Almost like a, yeah, like a, like a, almost you would think there's peanut butter in it. But, but no. I don't, this is not a bourbon county. Correct. This is not bourbon county. This is not a bourbon county. What do you guys think about the, uh, in your words, uh, viscosity? It's it's a it's a lighter. It's light. I mean, when maybe it's yeah. be, maybe it's because when we've done French presses, we've always done it with, you know, the regular Bourbon County for whatever year that we decide to do, and it's pretty viscous. It's thick, lots of legs. So I'm gonna give uh, little hints here. There are two adjuncts. Two. I mean, if, if one of them it's, very is, prevalent, the other one almost non-existent, in my opinion. Now that I'm trying it for the first time, because I would say coffee and peanut butter. Ooh, I would probably agree with you on taste, and I'm blown away. At how I would it, agree with you because that's what it is. It's not though. No, that's what's crazy. So you must be pulling some different flavors out of whatever you put in here. You, are you feeling like the flavors that you, the things that you put in here? One of them is not <clears throat> prevalent at. All. And the other one is like dominant, smack you in the face, kind of. Correct. I, I, you know what? It's it smells like it. It, it smells like hazelnut coffee. There's this hazelnut coffee that a friend of mine gets from um, Michigan, and it actually has a little bit of like roasted hazelnut in the beans. And so when you when you brew it, it is amazing. Yeah, I could get a flavored coffee for sure. Yeah. If if there's not nuts in this, I mean, it's. All right, you guys want the reveal? Is it a milk stout? It is not. It's not lactose but it's... Is the base... There is like some a mouth... Brown, there, is, is, there is some mouthfeel to it. It's an oatmeal stout. Okay. Oatmeal. Okay, what, what's, your, what's your base? The base is uh, 2017 Velvet Merkin, which is bourbon barrel aged as well. Yep. Whoa. From, from Firestone. Well done. Velvet Merkin. That's okay. the base, and then I then I added to that. All right, what'd one, you add? One, one that's pretty obvious is the coffee. 
So I, I took some fresh roasted beans, a, a bold roast, and just uh, very quickly, very coarsely yep. ground them just to break them up. Was it a like a nutty flavored coffee? No. Not like a, kind of like the Jamaican Blue, Jamaican Blue Mountain. Um, you know, it's not like a hazelnut flavored coffee, no. but like a the notes you'd get out of it or... Right, and honestly, on the, this was a this was a whole bean coffee that my brother uh, sent me uh, from it's a local roaster in sh- uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay, and it did not necessarily list what it was, other than that what it was bold. region. Yeah, or... It didn't give the region. It didn't. Okay, no. that's so, the only thing I'm thinking where the nuts could come through. So but may- who knows? maybe, but I mean, it's not a flavored coffee. You, okay, so, there... but, but maybe the beans have that yeah. characteristic, or maybe the the, the roasting process. Did you do maple syrup? No. What's the other thing? It's it's not even here. So it, the other one was pure, uh, real vanilla extract. Wow. And actually, it probably bumped the ABV because that stuff was like at forty percent itself. <laughs> We're yeah, like the nutty. There's no, there's no vanilla, none. That coffee. Now the nutty from... could come from the oatmeal. Yeah, but when you're you know, smelling it's gra- like grainy. So when you were smelling the almond yeah. though. Like sometimes I could see where someone could um, interpret vanilla for like an almond extract kind of smell, kind of that. Man, maybe extra, yeah. maybe a little bit. That's but, like and that... I put I put a ton of <laughs> vanilla in this, and it's like it's because I wanted it. Have you last tasted time, vanilla extract it, on its own? Yes, and it's not this. and what really? I get I get like this. It I tastes don't... it tastes like vanilla. Does so, anybody else get this tobacco? Yeah, I get it. Maybe a little bit, yeah. It's a leathery tobacco. Yeah, I get it. I get peanut butter. It's like a sticky peanut butter. <laughs> I am. I can kind of see how the tobacco, like a t- peanut butter and a tobacco, could kind of overlap there with it some kind of the flavors. Kind of blows me away because what I put in it and what I taste and smell are two different things, other than the coffee. And, and velvet merkin is uh, that is a straight up yeah the, bourbon barrel no, aged oatmeal no stout. No adjuncts in that. It's it's just a straight. Maybe that's what bourbon barrel aged does to oatmeal. Well, I've I've always thought the uh, uh, the barrels that Firestone Walker uses add some unique flavors to it, not in your normal barrel aging type. Um, actually, sometimes I think it's a lot more vanilla that comes through. But some I don't know. I just think the oak that they use is a little bit on the I don't know something that is very 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 um, limited to them only, and I think that their barrels come through kind of on their own um through the taste but i would say i'm not getting any of that either so it's okay, kind of i don't a, know that's op- why i'm just trying to sit here and more of a, a visual observation but i picked i picked this beer because i wanted something that had a lot of a lot of chew to it i wanted something that had mouthfeel and that velvet merkin traditionally has mouthfeel do you think the coffee beans with the oils sitting for that long stripped that down because when i'm swirling Could my glass the lacing is not there like it normally is with that beer. Look at that. I mean, it's it's, yeah, it's almost thin it actually looks thin. Yeah, I've always thought Velvet Merkin's kind of thin to begin with, though. So but that's I, my I, opinion. I, but I've had it, and it, it had a little bit of that oatmeal kind of stickiness. Know, mouth, yeah, and the mouthfeel to it, and it had it had some legs on the glass, and this has none. I think that's also because it's been sitting out for five hours, so it's probably lost carbonation and some of that element to it i did seal it all up um, at home when i was doing it so mm-hmm. like it it 
when I poured it into the French press, I sealed it off with uh, with, with some uh, saran wrap while it sat in the fridge. Cause it, I mean, yeah, it does it. You know, you roll it, just, it on the glass, it goes straight down. It just it did like there's there's that really raw coffee. Yeah, like raw, so, intense, bold. So great, grade me on my French press process. Is this a drinkable beer? Do you guys enjoy it? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. I would think I so because you guys, crazy you, guys are that co- the... you guys are coffee guys. Mm-hmm. That's why I that's why I really like about that. It's a it's a different co- it's a different kind of coffee. Like I said, it's like a raw coffee instead of a brewed coffee. It's crazy. Man, we really um screwed with uh, each other today. It was kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Well, I'm looking forward to, you know, <laughs> more of these. More more of doing this and, you know, periodically I think that you know, we'll... You definitely think you know more uh, going into it than you do. That's, exactly. Uh, I mean, that came out, obviously, today. Yeah. So. Let's, uh, in the future, definitely, um, we're going to do a, a, a foodie episode, you know, like the um, smoking, grilling yes. sort of thing. Oh, my yeah. gosh, yes. I'll have to have a you A thousand guys. times, yes. Yes. We'll try to lure Dan down from Chicago, and you guys come over. We can have a, a fun afternoon of uh, just hanging out and... Uh, grilling some meat and enjoying some good beers nope no doubt when's Dax going to be old enough to do it to come down we'll just start inviting him got a few years a few yeah well yeah we yeah he'll he'll be he'll be in but um that was this was this was a fun but he he is Dan's son so he probably already enjoys smoked meats yeah (laughs) I think that's hereditary trait yeah that's good Anything else we need to touch on before we uh, we cheers? This is great. I don't think so. Good times, I think we guys. challenge each other. Yeah, insightful. <laughs> we really challenge each other. So, all right. All right. Guys. Thanks for joining. Right. Check us out on social media: Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, um, and of course on the Hopped Up Network. So, cheers. All right. Cheers, guys. Cheers till next time. <laughs>